Yo, what is up, world? Welcome back to another show. I am your host, Yoslyn Sanchez. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's an absolute honor to have you on the show. Today's guest is such a humble spirit. She is such a vibrant soul, so young, yet filled with so much knowledge, so much wisdom, so much love for the world and everything and everyone around us. She is a yoga instructor. She is into holistic healing, and she's very in tune spiritually. With that being said, drum roll. <laughs> Alex, welcome to the show, girl. Yes. Uh, thank you for that introduction of oh, my heart. Yes, I'm Alex with two L's. What is going on, world? Thank you for having me. I hope you guys are ready for a wild ride to just get deeper into what's going on with yourselves in the world. Thank you, Yossi, for having this channel, for us to be able to do this. Yes, I'm just so happy to be here. <laughs> Oh my God, love. Thank you so much for just saying yes and just for being the kind soul and the powerful and, you know, just the raw and authentic individual that you are. Thank you so much for being here. With that being said, can you tell the world a little bit about you? I am a yoga instructor. I am a lifeguard and water safety instructor. I am also in school to be a dentist, going for dental hygiene actively. Due to COVID restrictions, everything's moved around. Regardless, oral health professional. My goal in life is essentially just to allow everybody to receive the quality of life that they deserve. We all have been taught, oh, you're a king, you're a queen. But it's like, what truly is that? In Disney, they want to show you that like, what that means is being physically at the status of being able to wear the ball gown and have fun and have the party, right? In my mind, it's like, you could go to Party City year-round. You could always have a party. There's always a reason to celebrate because you woke up. I feel like there's a difference between a celebration and a victory. It's when you have overcome and got through and got past the like hump of things that seemed like you wouldn't get over I feel like is when a celebration is one necessary for like mass degrees, you know, and two, it's when you're going to enjoy things more. So my goal in life is just to bring everybody the realization that every single day of life is a party. Every day is a celebration and that victory, you will get through that in time just to take the time individually each day, each moment to get to that step so that you will be at your victory. You know what I mean? What a powerful way to, you know, welcome everyone to the show and just to, you know, introduce yourself. Thank you so much, love, for all that knowledge. When I talk to you, there's times that you tell me, oh, you know, life's like a movie, you know, where I'm the star mm -hmm. and such. Can you tell the world a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, because life is a movie. <laughs> You're living in a movie and you're just like that's the best movie you want to have the best of everything my life is a movie so i want to be in the fancy restaurant scene in every part of the movie right you don't always want to be at mcdonald's you shouldn't be at mcdonald's but you don't always want to be you know what i mean at mcdonald's in your movie scene you want to change it up and so i feel like if you're changing your idea of looking at your meal as this is the equivalent to me being at a fancy restaurant, or if you're actually at a fancy restaurant, you're typically gonna have the costume change so your outfit matches the scenery, right? So your mind is set into being in a broader sense of reality. 
you've got to do more in order to really be in that scene of the movie, you know? You got to look the part, dress the part, be the part. Everybody's always saying that they're like kings and queens, but I was like, what reality of a king and queen are you looking at, you know? Because I was like, if we're looking like back in 1800s, nobody's living that like that. <laughs> if you're right. looking into the perspective of, I am a queen and I deserve as such, you should only be putting foods that would be served at high-end quality restaurants into your body. You should have things that are plated as such. You should have apparel as such. And don't get me wrong, there's no, there's no worry at all about being in sweatpants and a sweatsuit all day long. In fact, I just went and I bought myself from the thrift store two more pairs of sweatpants just so I could go ahead and be comfier in my scenery of different lounging. You gotta buy the costumes to live in the correct part of the movie. Cause I worked at the fast food industry for a little bit and it was not a pleasant experience. I worked at Wingstop and I'm a pescatarian. It wasn't the best thing in the world. So I worked there and you know, when you go somewhere and you order food, right? You want your food how you want it, how you ordered it, right? Because that's what you're paying for. But you need to understand there's a degree and there's a standard of everything. You going to like chicken in a biscuit place opposed to going to a five-star sit-down restaurant place, the quality, you know, sometimes of what their standard is, is going to be different, you know? I feel like people have really high expectations on things that you're given a deal on it and a discount on it probably because they're getting cuts on the quality of it as well. And that's the thing about how, like, if you take the time to actually put more time and love into it, it's going to cost you a little more type thing. And how did you come about this mindset of viewing your life as if you were in a movie? I finished at community college and it was during that time that I was working at the fast food place. And I was just like, this is not where I want to be for the rest of my life. I was like, I don't want to do this. This just isn't a quality of life that I want. This isn't a scene that I would want in the movie. I would take this out of the movie. But I was like, this scene is going to matter because I'm going to use this scene to fuel me to get to the next part. It was honestly just me also being in whatever situation of life that I was like, I don't really like this. Let me use this to get to a better part. If you don't and you don't acknowledge why you don't like something and like the base real reason of why you're not liking it, it's easy just to end up in the same situation in different patterns. And now you're still upset over the same initial thing. It's just been spanned out through different situations, but you're still upset on the same one thing. And you know how to take control over it, but that takes effort and kinetic energy, you know? Wow, yeah, definitely. You mentioned that you wear many hats, and one of those hats was being a yoga instructor. Mm. How did your passion for yoga come to be? Okay, so <laughs> yoga actually spans back to when I was younger. Um, I've been doing traditional Shoren Ru martial arts for 13 years now. Um, I was in a match, and I actually fractured my spine. <laughs> so I was in physical therapy and I was just pretty much getting better and stuff. And also the stress from school had done a lot to that as well because I went to a college prep high school. Essentially my, my high school was on a college campus. 
So I pretty much went from like middle school and then I went to college and then I pretty much just been in college like for the rest of the time. So it was that environmental shift as well as having like a, the shift for that that kind of sprung everything into me needing to live a life that was going to be easier on myself stress-wise. So I've, I encountered stress at a very young age, you could say. Because I wear so many hats and I have as well. Even back then, I've played many of sports. I've coached many of sports as well, you know. So it's like I put that stress on myself, but it was good stress because I wanted to do all those things. I never felt pressure to or anything. And I'm very grateful for all those experiences. All those things actually do, I feel, really tie into the movie now, you know. <laughs> it's kind of like the deleted scenes that they're like, oh, look, they tied in to like season 13. <laughs> wow, yeah, I love that, deleted scenes. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> yes. you know, the old stuff that happened. So like since I really yeah. had to start getting after like physical therapy a way to like ease into my stress, I started doing yoga in seventh grade after that had happened and then I always told myself if the ability comes about for me to do it like I'm really gonna do it I'm gonna be a yoga teacher and I was like if I ever had the capability I'm gonna do it and then I remember my first semester at junior college I was uh, my first semester at junior college here's the thing I was supposed to just be doing a leap year, a gap year, you know? I was just gonna work and I was gonna take a year off after I graduated high school. Well, I started, I worked for the city before I ever worked in fast food. I worked for the city for like two years. So I was working for the city in uh, child development programs, working with special needs kids within the community, you know, figuring out how to help coordinate hosting events all throughout different seasons of the year you know straight out of high school I was also volunteering at Loma Linda Hospital over there which was where I fell in love with dentistry and decided to do all that and I was just again putting all that stress on myself so I was like okay if I'm going to be at school and I was only going to take easy classes let me take some workout classes because I wanted to start working out so I had a workout class which was a weightlifting class. And then I had a yoga class. And that class was what made me want to become a yoga teacher. Because my teacher, who I'm still in touch with to this day, she just motivated me so much. And she like could tell that like I had an interest in it and that I was really willing to learn and just take the time and like I appreciate her and value her so much for just like seeing that I really um have so much respect for any and everyone's skills when it comes to any aspect of something that I want to learn to do or anything that I can't do that someone else can I really respect that because I was like you could do that I can't and the reason why I've always ever wanted to do things is because I was like if I can't do that I want to learn how to do that or I want to do that that's cool and she was the first person like who ever like actually told me you should teach and then that's when I was like okay somebody said it it's time <laughs> yes and I'm glad she told you because let me just say that her yoga classes are bomb <laughs> like whoa <laughs> I do yoga on a regular basis and when I was taking a class with Alex it was just so mind-blowing you know the techniques that she showed us um, just her energy and 
the way she just makes you flow and just be you feel like a feather you know <laughs> so thank you so much for that um you know yoga class considering the many hats that you do wear what is your secret girl how do you balance school how do you balance yoga family duties all that oh man honestly you kind of don't like <laughs> if that makes sense like you don't but you do but you don't um <laughs> So the reason why after after I had had that push to become a teacher, you know, I realized that that takes pouring time into yourself to learn how to do something well enough in order to instruct others on how to do it, right? Both of my parents are educators. Um, my mom's a teacher and then my dad is a chef. I've kind of always been taught different skills and how to do things from a young age. But it's also the fact that I was like, you had to get to a good enough ability to learn how to do that. That was me understanding. I was like, if you get to a good enough ability to do something, you could do it on your own. And then you wouldn't have to ask for assistance of somebody else or be subject to paying the fees of someone else because they're the ones who have the skill and ability to do what it is that you need you know that's how I started getting into just other things I was like I can limit the cost of living altogether by just finding the things that it is that like I kind of need and just limiting myself to getting into ways of learning to do things that I will continuously need so that I won't have to worry about incapability of having it you know COVID really took that to home that's when things started really shifting for me because I was just like I'm you know nobody could find toilet tissue nobody could find toilet paper and then it was just like think about it it's something that you literally just throw away so easily it's like if you had the ability to make more this wouldn't be an issue people wouldn't have to buy this you know and I was looking at like how the soap and stuff, all that was all over there. And nobody was looking at the spices aisle, which is all the things that you need to make some like holistic medicine tea that'll actually help your immune system. I was like, you know, nobody's looking at these that are on sale. I was like, nobody's paying attention to these basic resources that we could use to really better ourselves. They're paying attention to the mainstream title of this is what you need because this is what's healthy. So then you get distracted and you're not able to feed yourself with the basics that you really need. The simple thing of like cooking. I don't like to cook. I <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of work and it gets messy, but I absolutely love knowing exactly what's in my food so I don't have to worry about, oh, someone cooked it in this type of because I love soups I love ramen I love sushi I actually just ate a bunch of sushi earlier (laughs) it's like you know you don't want to have to worry about what's in your food and how it was made if you just made it yourself because you went and you chose those ingredients and you made that with the time and skills and ability that you had you know that's why home at class was a thing so people could learn the skill and ability to cook in order to feed themselves and also have an activity if it was something that they enjoyed doing. Regardless, cooking can be fun. It's just typically, I don't like doing it because I don't like the cleanup process. (laughs) I love that you started tapping into, you know, holistic healings and remedies and all that because I'm 
very big on holistic yeah. everything you know whatever i can get my hands on whatever i can google that i can make on my own I go ahead and do that because I'm totally right there with you. I like to be in control mm -hmm. and I like to know what goes on my food. And if I can make it myself to not have to go out there mm -hmm. and buy it, then let's go, yeah. you know? So can you tap in a little bit more on that and like why it's so important for people to learn how to become self-sufficient? Yeah, I feel like it's important for you to become self-sufficient. One, mainly because the saying, if I don't like the way it's done, I'll do it myself, is so true. It's simply that. Working, like I said, in Wingstop and customer service, I saw how just irate and rude and mean and nasty people would really respond and be over minor things in response to their food not being correct. I did mission work at on Skid Row with a few organizations down there, and I had a blissful experience listening to B.B. King in the park playing dominoes with men who are homeless, yet and still I'm getting yelled at on a 55-piece order of, like, wings that they didn't get three wings that are probably at the bottom of the bag. You see what I'm saying? Like priorities like understand what's really important if you're so upset about those three wings why don't you go to the grocery store and buy a hundred pack of wings for way less than what you just paid for you know and make it yourself know what's in it know how many you know I feel like everybody wants to act like well because I paid for this it should be exactly 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 but in order for it to be exactly 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 the way you want it you have to pay extra you have to pay for specialty works you know like you probably know more than anybody if you go to like a food place and you're like oh but and you're hungry and you're like oh but can i get like shrimp on that instead of like the meat and they're like yeah but it's extra you know <laughs> right yeah definitely you know um we get to mm -hmm. take control we get to take our power back and if something's not up to our standards then that's on us to do something about yes, it yes exactly be active about what it is that you're unhappy about you take control of that unhappiness and steer it to a way that it will not it will no longer be there you know you eliminate room for error by simply just doing things on your own even like impossible yeah. burgers like you know if you go to some places they state on their websites you know that they are cooked on the same plate as like other meats i've been a pescatarian for like like three years now i've been i've been a solid pescatarian for going on six years six months excuse me but like i've been on and off pescatarian for about like three to four years and i haven't eaten red meat in like six to eight years i'm a pescatarian as well and my journey began in november i believe so i've been you know sticking through since mm -hmm. uh november of last year and um i understand you know, like the going on and off and all that because it's a major transition mm -hmm. you know like we're talking about reprogramming our yeah. stomachs you know reprogramming taste buds so love how has your your uh, journey been for you with pescatarian okay. okay so at first it was difficult because i was i was a big meat eater you know, even when I worked at Wingstop years back, you know, that's when I was starting my pescatarianism and I didn't even like chicken, but because it was there and because I would get hungry, I would eat it. So another thing I can say, you can bring power to yourself 
in having discipline on the errors that you allow. I'm gonna say it again. You can allow power in yourself by taking control of the errors that you allow. Okay, so if you wanna eat a certain way and you know that you're like, I wanna be a pescatarian, this is what I wanna do, and you have your reasons and you're set on it, that's what you truly want, you have to be diligent to yourself and you have to be you know the person who's gonna put the repercussions in line for yourself if you don't stick with that and for me it honestly became the fact that food there wasn't you know fish it just made me sick it I just didn't look at it the same I didn't even like it you know that's what it became for me it was like the things that I used to really enjoy they were becoming unenjoyable for me. And that's when I was remembering what my base reason for not eating meat anymore was. And it was because the process of it, the cruelty. And, you know, also because meat is, you know, such a thing that's wanted at mass levels, there are a lot of different hormones and things that can go into the meat. And although you can go ahead and get the organic, the this, the that, it's still, there's an ability for that to be, you know, modified in some ways. And like, even with like, I only eat wild caught fish, like, you know, and I know people could be like, well, they could do that to that as well. But here's the thing, you're able to see a clear cut difference, even in the color and the texture alone of wild caught fish to farm fed fish. For me, it was just being very diligent and having repercussions for myself if I was like gonna do that and that's what it became it was like you're gonna be sick if you go ahead and get that and you're gonna feel bad about it and that's exactly what happened and even now like the other day there's some things like fish wise that I would substitute that I'm just like yeah I'm actually better off just not even I don't want that anymore or tofu is better for me you know because I feel fuller off of that I feel like just stepping into your what your true purpose is of why you're doing something continually reminding yourself while you're doing it is the best way to step into your full power of giving yourself that ability to be where you want to be you know like just step into that really kind of push yourself it's like be your own hype man that's why i say like you're in your own movie like you always got to be your own hype man because if you don't who else will you know (laughs) mic drop you gotta always be your own hype man yes yeah we get to be our first love first we get to be our first you know fan you know we get to love ourselves fully and completely Mm -hmm. you know i know that you two are a very spiritual person so can you tap a little bit into that and just you know share your journey with the world yeah so for one food in that aspect i could definitely say was a large part of that journey i already knew that as well that had been happening to me um because I want pet chickens and a pig <laughs> so that's yeah I oh, yeah I really want a pet pig I just love them I've always thought that they were so cute so that's why I stopped eating you know pork and stuff so long ago and I stopped eating chickens because I was just like I want them as a pet too and also you know once you've kind of like I don't know I feel like when you're at a petting zoo or something and you see an animal it's like they're here in like a well-lit, some semi-decorated setup. You know, it's a setup to look a certain way. Like it's made to look like a certain scene in the movie. So it looks a certain scene in the movie type thing. You know, if you go see those animals in their natural habitat, 
things look quite different, you know? And sometimes seeing that is like a difference that some people don't see. And me seeing that, I was just like, mm, I don't, that doesn't, I don't think, I don't think that I should be eating him. I was like, he's just chilling in like a field. Also, they're dirty, you know, doing stuff. And I have no issue with dirt, but I don't want to consume dirt, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want to consume dirt either. Yeah, so you're not like, allowed to like did that for me. So I was just like, if I want to have this as a pet, like I can't eat it. I did try to be vegan for a little bit and I did try vegetarian the reason that that didn't work for me is because I do not like supplements one because I feel like if you just ate the natural source of that which is the fruits and vegetables and possible animals that we have been given for the thing you wouldn't need to substitute it with man-made things too because of like the activity amount that I had going on in my life at that time and even now it requires a just a little bit more protein that is like solid and able to keep me going and fish is where I found that you know it's like even called brain food for a reason so I found that to be best for me I did that because I was just like didn't want to have to supplement it and buy all these man-made things and then again be susceptible to oh well I depend on this supplement to be my source of this if they go out of business well now I don't have that anymore now I have to find something else that's made you know put your body through a whole new cycle if you put your body on a base cycle of the things that you enjoy eating where it can remain in a continuous cycle where it's gonna allow you to just feel good and expand you're not gonna have an issue all you have to do is accessorize like literally you could have a potato on a plate but because you put a scoop of sour cream, a drizzle of cheese, and some green onions around it, it looks like a picture-perfect baked potato. And that's exactly what you pay 6 $8 for in the drive-thru if you go to a fast food place. You see what I'm saying? You could get a bag of potatoes, like a pound, two pounds, for about 5 $6. That's what I do with like food. I just buy the base ingredients of things that I know go into many ingredients. For example, Greek yogurt, cucumbers lemon i only drink alkaline water which is a really another big thing that has been part of like uh my spiritual journey i guess you could say as well because understanding how the difference between regular water and how kangen water how it really just allows your body to absorb more of the necessary necessary oxygen like i really definitely know that that has changed um my body the way it's able to move as well that was kind of enlightening on my spiritual journey. I thank my sister Jasmine for that one because that really like opened up new things. Food is medicine. It's called pharmacy for a reason. Just they spelled it different. So we would go buy it because we thought it was fancy with the pH, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, it's like if you go to where your real farm is, and you get the things from there, these base things that make up so many components of everything, you know, I feel like we would have less scrounging for the basic needs. And that's exactly why I got into where I got into, because um, I realized that money is necessary <laughs> to live. And I was like, well, what am I going to make money off of? And you can make money off of doing a billion things, right? But what's the thing that you want to make money off of doing every single day, you know? And aside from that, people right. say that. But I was like, what's the thing that you wouldn't mind having an issue with? 
and being in control of that issue. So like yoga, okay? And I'm starting up my business and my website and everything, right? So like the other day I'm working on logo stuff and I'm having like an issue with like my computer. That, you know, in itself, I'm like, I'm ecstatic and happy and thankful that I get to have this issue because I have the ability to even be creating this, to have the capacity to withhold this knowledge to do this. I'm thankful that I get to be in this situation because once it passes, it's elevated me to another step. Yes, yes. And that is the message that I wish more people would really understand the value of what you just said. And um, it really ties into stepping out mm -hmm. of, you know, your victim mentality and just really mm -hmm. taking your struggles and your challenges and see them as a way for you to leverage to the next level so you can yeah. come out exactly. victor, you know? Yes, wow. that, exactly. That's exactly yeah. it. You have to uh -huh. remain victorious because, you know, I feel like there are so many things in the world that you could wake up and instantly feel so sad about and feel crushed and not want to move instantly, like by the moment you wake up. But if you woke up and you said, I want to do this today. This is what I want to get accomplished. I want to feel this way and I want to have this happen like this, you know? I wake up and I am already setting affirmations out for my day and I am already like placing what I want to happen into the day and even when those things don't happen I look back on the day and I said dang like most people would be like dang I said I was gonna do a b c d and I only did this one oh my gosh and I lost all this time da, 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 da. and then you sit there and you feel remorseful and then you feel bad and then you're trying to fight yourself to go back in time for a moment in time that you really didn't need, you know? Think about it, you know, sometimes we make a list of 13 things that we were gonna do and we're like, we're gonna do all these things today and be productive and do all this. And then we get mad at ourselves because when we did three or four of them, it's like reason with yourself, seriously, come on, were you really gonna finish all 13 of those today? And if you didn't finish those things, what, did, what were you gonna do instead? Because you know that you wouldn't have finished them. Would you have still been in the same situation or a very similar one? Yes or no. And then reason with yourself, okay, no, if that's a habit of you doing that thing to task avoid, you know, no, if that's a constant habit that you have a negative self habit that you have of talking yourself into a situation to feel a certain way, you know, it's metacognition. Think about the way that you just thought about that. Was it really that bad? Or did you just try to make it into being that bad because it just feels that bad in the moment? Yes, I love that. Yeah, perspective mm -hmm. is everything, you know. Congratulations on all your yoga Thank stuff, you. you know, your business, your, you know, the creation of the logo. Yes. I did not know that, so <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, tell us a little bit about your yoga studio, Yeah, so girl. my yoga business is Peace of Mind Palm. Um, because my thing is you want to always be able, we always have our phones at hand, right? But what if we had peace of mind at the palm of our hand, you know? So that's how I got with the little palm puns and in. <laughs> wow, I love you for that. And uh, what do you have to say for the people that are thinking about, 
you know, not necessarily going vegan or, you know, pescatarian, but people that just want to start a cleaner diet. What would you say I to those people? I think that what you should do is assess yourself as a person. I feel like with anything you're going to do, assess what it is that you need and that you don't need practically you really gotta always be your own hype man seriously you really gotta always check in with yourself talk to yourself like people act like that's a weird thing to talk to yourself and i was just like how would you get the reason how would how who else are you gonna reason with 25 9 you know what i mean <laughs> like if you don't check in with yourself <laughs> how are you gonna know yeah. that that's actually what you wanted to do because i feel like um social anxiety is such a big thing like you can be feeling confident in yourself in your own way but when you're in a room in a certain environment things change within you and then subconsciously you already know that you're solid and you're like I'm not going to feel that way that's not going to go on like that that's not going to happen and then the thing happens and then you're feeling some way because things were said that you didn't really want to yada yada you're feeling a different way because you didn't really check in with what you really wanted That's how people end up in situations of being upset because they're like, well, I only said this because I wanted to help this person or because I thought that this person, it's assumptions and you putting someone else before yourself. And as much as I love helping everyone, don't get me wrong, I love, I'm an empath to the end, but I cannot help anybody else if I have not helped myself. And that was one of the largest parts of like, my spiritual journey as well. And a lot of people need to understand, you know, we're taught so much help and give and be kind to others. And I was just like, you won't have the ability to be super kind to others if you don't know what that looks like. You know, if you, if no one's been kind to you, you're likely not going to be kind to everybody else. I think that if you took the time to be like, well, everybody else was mean to me, but I turned that into a lesson on that's them. Here's how I'm going to be kind to myself and love myself. And whatever way that is, you may express that. If you do that and you take that time to love on yourself very hard, when anyone comes into your energy cycle and is trying to, you feel, infringe upon you, you'll understand that that's someone who just needs to work on their things for them because that's not for you. I feel like that's also a great way to assess what type of energy needs to be around you. So just really checking in with yourself what it is that you really, really need. And then you will be able to check in with it is that you want. And that's exactly what I did. I checked what it was that I needed in my life and what it was that I wanted. And then I was like, you know, how could I make money off of that? How could I make money off of living the lifestyle that I want to live? And the life I would want other people to be able to live. That's how I got to dentistry. That's how I got to yoga. That's how I got to swimming. You know, I was like, I love and enjoy doing these things. I believe everybody else should learn how to do these things because they're important for ABC reasons. I'm going to do this. That's exactly how I got into like everything pretty much. <laughs> so how did your spiritual so journey it began? definitely began my entire spiritual journey like really began I'd say in 2019 um after I had turned 20 years old I had graduated I was getting ready to graduate from junior college you know and I had my um best friend she went away to the military and that was that that's that's my sister I don't even call I just say best friend because she is but that's really my sister you know like to the end 
and she's in the infantry front line and she's jumping out of planes you know <laughs> like it was like my heart wow. left though I really felt like that when she left because she had moved and then my other best friend she had moved to you know the valley like San Fernando Valley and we're over here in the IE and then I had had um, a family member my aunt uh, she passed away and it was all within like a matter of a few months and then on top of that I had lost friends that just weren't good for me anymore you know but at the time I felt that they were so much of what I needed I felt like I had lost them you know it felt just like another loss on top of things I kept feeling like I kept giving things the power that they were of such a standard that I kept losing things and that it was my fault that things were dissipating into things that I didn't want to happen. And so it took me working through a lot of those things to understand that I was like, I never ever have lost anything. I have always released something because everything that happens happens for a reason. And the reason is because it was there for you when you needed it. And that energy was released from you when you didn't need it. You know, I, I never feel like I've lost anything anymore since I went through that. And that's kind of where I started getting into it. That's That was not too long after that. That's when I finally signed up to go to school to become a yoga instructor. And that was when I had kind of got into more of like my weight loss journey and was really just getting in depth with working out in the way that I wanted to um, and just getting into like what my purpose was because even in my workout journey at first because I've always been in plus size like I've been plus size since I was young I've always just been built a little curvier and thicker and because of that you know I was picked on like all the time like literally even in high school too like because I was thicker I was picked on and I never ever back then even had issues with my confidence or anything. I was just like always understanding that I was like, I've got what I've got and there's nothing wrong with that. You feel a way about something that you do or don't have, which is why you're trying to put your inequalities onto me. You know, that's why I'm saying that when someone's coming at you in a negative rude tone or something, I'm like, well, I know that I didn't do anything wrong. You know, I'm like, if you're solid and secure in yourself and you're knowing that you didn't do anything to provoke this and you understand the hierarchy of yourself that you do not deserve to be spoken to or treated with any type of disrespect, you're not going to allow that to happen to you. And you're going to understand and know, yep, that's you, not me. And you're not going to exert and retaliate with negative energy, you know, because it takes energy to be mean and be negative and to combat someone and have comebacks. That takes energy, time, and effort. And I literally just don't have that time, energy, or effort to put any cycle of my soul into that, you know? Amazing. I really love what you said, that you never really lose mm -hmm. anything. You release it. You know, it's key because a lot of times we tend to hold on to things that are no longer serving us and we don't want to let go or we just grieve and mm -hmm. grieve, you know, excessively, you know, I believe in griefing, you know, there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. We are humans, you know? Um, however, some people just really hold on to grieving for a long periods of time and they don't realize that that's forbidding them from keeping on going exactly. with life, you know? So 
the fact that you were able to create awareness and you became more conscious about, okay, all this is released. Now I get to go be, you know, a yoga instructor. Now I get to go back to school. Now I get to go to the gym, you know? So you took Yeah, action. and it really was just that understanding of that I needed to release those things because as soon as I released those things and I realized that I you know, like you said, stop giving, stop having that long-term grieving period. Those things didn't really mean that much to you. That's what I'm saying about like when you're in your everyday life and you want to get upset about something, think like, take the moment, take a breath, like check in with yourself, you know, like take that stop. Like I have to do that to myself even. Like I'll look in the mirror and I'm like, okay, breathe. I was like, we need to, we need to reassess. We need to take a minute to calm down, really get our heart rate down so we could get our mind clearly going at a rate that we can understand all the things going on because we have thoughts so rapidly sometimes we don't even understand what's going on you could be having all these thoughts and that's what I mean about you'll have all these thoughts happening and you'll just start saying things because all these thoughts are going on and you get so anxious because of you know circumstances physically externally then you get like anxious that you don't have the physical ability to tap into your clear conscious thoughts that were already there they get clouded by so much because you gave everything else that ability you gave everything else that power over you for it to be like that step into your own power take a minute breathe and none of that will be going on. None of that can happen. Literally, you can count to three. You could count to five and you could stop an anxiety attack. And that will change the course of your entire day. Probably even your entire week. Because once you're like able to be like, yeah, I know. Your entire I like, life. You don't have that. Like, that can really shift like a whole month, honestly. Like, <laughs> and like, it was really just like that. Like tapping into the power. I was just like, I cannot give power to so many external things you know even like my parents like I love them to death and like you know everybody has their own hierarchy of respect in their own households but I had to understand even in myself you know where I'm 21 and most people are just like oh 21 you're supposed to be out of your house you're supposed to be on your own supposed to be this and that you know it's because you allow external forces to put what's supposed to be, you know, create a norm, create a validation, which is why we function like that, you know? Same thing like I was saying about the kings and queens. We say, you know, society has put, having the ability to afford certain brands is what makes you of a hierarchy, you know? That's why we have cliques in like, uh, you know, adolescence. They're like, well, you're not of this certain thing that we believe is cool. You are lesser than us. And I was like, that doesn't make sense you know and just because you don't believe in the same thing as me you want to say that I'm less than you that that doesn't make sense that's not accurate and once I was able to put that into perspective I was like oh nobody nobody is special and I say this all the time now too um nobody is special the only thing that makes you special is the time that you put in to make yourself special. Like that's how I got into the yoga too, because I was just like, this person could stand on their head. I was like, they've got two arms, two legs and a face and feet like I do. There's nothing anatomically different about them. There's nothing special about them. They just took the time to pour into themselves so that they had the ability to do this. Oh, so I could do that too, you know? Like, you ever have the Barbie dolls and, like, they're doing weird stuff with your legs? <laughs> like, I was like, I can't do 
people had the physical ability to do some of the things that knowingly a Barbie doll could do that I was like nobody could do that some of it I was like what we could do this that's cool I have to learn how to do that because you know I was like if we have the real ability to do something that is extraordinary why not do it like why not be extraordinary every single day I even drink my water out of glass wine glasses because I believe you should always give yourself something that is going to be of the highest quality and like I demand to live a life that is going to be of higher quality which means that I am only going to allow myself to pour in things of a higher quality energetically with the people that surround me with the media sources that surround me that's why I'm not on social media right now I'm taking this time to truly just tap in deeper into myself into my craft and not have the distraction of external forces of validation you know that we receive on the screen sometimes that's why I'm taking this time right now just to really be at ease with what's going on especially with all the stuff that's going on in our solar system guys like it's time to just (laughs) chill out right now Wow, this has been such an amazing and powerful interview. So, love, being only 21, having all this knowledge that you just dropped on us, what is your life My mantra? Life mantra. Ooh. Well, I guess you could say my life mantra is what my upcoming single is. Um, stay faithful to you. The only re- way that I have found joy and happiness in life is by creating continually the things that I want in life, you know, taking oh, taking control of my life, stepping into my power and my ability to continuously receive greatness because I deserve that. And once you allow yourself to see what you deserve, the greatness you deserve, you're not going to allow anything but the best to be within you and around you. And that will continually keep you sound, you know? That's why I wrote the I wrote a song that's going to be coming out next month. It's called Stay Faithful. It's really much just a mantra. It's an eight-minute mantra because I do also do Tibetan sound bowls. And I play the tenor saxophone. And I sing. So this song is just one, it's a meditation mantra. It's about eight minutes long. It's gonna be also with a guided breathing technique just on you getting into your zone of yourself to understand that you are worthy of receiving greatness and you need to just stay diligent and stay on the path to your greatness, whatever that may be for you, you know, reminding yourself, keeping yourself accountable for the things that you wanna see, you know, just continually checking in with yourself tapping into yourself giving yourself the mantra so right now i would say it is stay faithful to you and i'm worthy of great things always word yes another (laughs) mic drop (laughs) and i'm totally with you on that you know why settle for good when great is attainable we are so worthy. Wow, Alex, thank you so much for being on the show and just sharing everything with us. Um, you are such a great guest. You have such a great mindset. And I'm really looking forward into that song that you're going to drop. I'm so thank excited you, for you, you so girl. Thank you for having me. And like, sincerely, I just hope anything that anybody could take away from this little discussion is just pretty much step into your true power 
you are the light and the energy in the world that you wish to see. You just need to believe that you are it, you know? You always are what you wish to see. Just step into that power and you will be. <laughs> yes, what a great way to end a show, a grand finale. <laughs> Let me snap my fingers really quick. Says, Woo! Yes. Spirit is definitely moving me. <laughs> and uh, I know right now you're kind of staying off of social media because you are in separation season, which, by the way, I totally give you props for doing that. That's great. I know you're going to come back with some fire, yes. with some heat, and, and I'm all for it, girl. Do check out the socials. <laughs> yes. My Instagram, my personal is L-Y-F-E-S underscore chill. Just life's with a Y. Life's underscore chill because life is chill. And then on there, you could check out my uh, yoga. It's going to be peace of mind. <laughs> Thank you so much, girl. And thank yes, you again thank for you being so much on the for show. having me. I really appreciate the love. I love your energy. And thank you for just having this like platform for releasing and understanding. Thank you. Yes. All right, guys. Well, you heard <laughs> from the best, Miss Alex. And uh, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Definitely catch her vibes, catch her beautiful soul on Instagram and Keep your eyes out for that song that she's going to be releasing. Uh, you do not want to miss anything from this beautiful soul. As you can tell, she's very vibrant. She's very in tune with her spirit. So be on the lookout for everything that she does because she's bringing yeah. greatness into the world. Thank you so much. Until next time. See Bye. you later, alligators. Toodles.